Welcome back everybody to LARPs and Tarps. I'm Morgan. I'm joined by Tom and Kerry today. Say hi Tom and Kerry. Hello. Hello. And we have a special guest with us today, um, Emma. Hi. Um, and we are going to be talking about E3 of Empire 2022, from which I am still recovering. <laughs> well, it is the Monday morning yeah. straight after Empire. We did get home less than 24 hours ago. What time did we get home? Nine. I think it was about 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. But we all tried to order takeout around 10 o'clock, I remember that. Did you fail to order? No, we got Chinese. We got in just uh, before nine. the close. Excellent. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we've all just come back from uh, from Empire, and um, the entire reason we started this podcast was so we could <laughs> so we had a reason to talk about it for as long as possible. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone who had who went had a really good event. Um, so we should probably go talk about the days as they went through and what we did and how we got there and stuff. It, it seemed like it was a very good event for a lot of people. I mean, the yes. sun was out, maybe a little too out, mm. but. We had a decent amount of shade and a bit of rain on the Sunday as well, which was nice. Uh, luckily, the tents seemed to dry out just in time to get them yes. bagged up and get yeah. them home. Yes. So that was my main concern on the last day, because it rained so much like in the early morning. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so we so we set off on the Thursday night, didn't we? So, Emma, you had to work on Friday. Oh, that was no fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we set off Thursday night so we could get there. And you, there's a work-from-home space at Silverstone Park called... Rap, I think. It's in the Innovation Centre yeah. at the Silverstone um, Centre yeah, Park. W- which was great. So basically we went down Thursday night, um, which was good fun. So our friend Jack from North North Scotland. Somewhere very far north of Scotland. Near Loch Ness. Yeah. Near Inverness. Yeah. I think it's near Inverness. Yeah. Yeah. I had, made, had set off at 10 that morning and arrived at about 6. And before that, we had been scrambling to pack everything into the van, got it all loaded up. So we had a really good, like, six-seater transit van, put everything in, got ready to go, picked Jack up from the station. Um, off we went. Off we went, in the ox cart. Because um, it had been, it'd only been, like, six weeks for me, but I guess it had been, like, three months for you guys. Yeah, it's been one. quite long since we returned to Anvil from, was it back in April? Yes. yes was, End of April. Yeah. Just spent the entire time being very, very excited. <laughs> yeah. At least we didn't have the wind that peeled your skin off your bones this time. Mm. That was... Yes. A lot. Um, so, yeah, we got down, got there in the cover of darkness, rolled up into the league, which is a dangerous place to be at night, I think. Uh, <laughs> we don't shank you if you don't have a good, decent-sized purse, at least. <laughs> um, had some really good friend, uh, really a friend of mine who died last event. Uh, and has reincarnated as a member of the league. Uh, like a will helped us put up your tent. Mm. So we got that set for the dark. And then we had a lovely night in an inn, didn't we, Emma? We went to a hotel that night. Yes, we did. How was the hotel? It was fine. It was basic, but it was it was nice enough. Holiday inn, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but did Lenny Henry serve you your breakfast? Wrong hotel. Yeah. No, oh. no. I hear he was at the Premier Inn, though. We should have gone there. We should have got a little rubber duck. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then we set off. What was your night like, Thursday night? Uh, it was quite quiet compared to when we got to Empire in March. Oh, yeah. April. Uh, April. It, I'm tired. We yeah. are. My, <laughs> mel- my brain has melted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we went to the Forge, just the same as we did in April. Um, only in April, all the marchers were stood outside singing, what, like Barbie Girl and like modern songs, because obviously we were not in time in yet. Wolfric's um, mum is a very... Wolfric's mum has got it going on, yeah. 
Um, whereas this time, there wasn't quite as much noise around, but it might have just been that we were there a bit later. I mean, by the time we'd actually got set up and got into the Forge, which is the main tavern at Empire, um, where you can pay with barbarian coin, which is just regular money, it was about 11 o'clock, maybe? Yeah, so I believe uh, most players either went back to their camps at that point, so we just missed the fun march singing, I'm not sure. I, I am very gutted we missed the march singing because that was a highlight for Evil for me. I don't know if do it every time. I but... mean, I hope they do, and I hope we can yeah. start that as a tradition. See, if you're listening to this podcast, any marchers that were involved in that beautiful, glorious event, um, let's continue it. It was great. I thought that they did all the singing because it was after like the longest dark. It, they were all a bit giddy. Um, Could have been, to be fair. Yeah, I... It was very rowdy, wasn't it, yeah. on the Thursday, and I think that was because everyone was just so glad to be back. When I went in 2019, they were doing the March of Singing oh, then as well. Okay. So you must, yeah, well, that makes oh, sense. Okay. You probably missed it then. That's a shame. Well, we're going down, because we're going down Friday next time, aren't we? Because there's only so much time off I can take. Yeah. Uh, that's the shame about it. For Thursday night's great, but if you can't do it else, get down Friday. Yeah. Um, I love Thursday night especially because it's only £5 to camp for that extra night, which, um, you know, camping's cheap, but it's not always that cheap. Um, and then obviously the forge and everything's open, you've got so many people there, and it's just nice to have that extra mm. extra night. Well, wake up first thing in the morning and you're there. Also yeah. means you get first dibs on pretty lark things once the shops are set mm. up. Yes. And on where you put your tent if you're out of character. Mm. Yes. I think it's a really nice transition um, because you have the option to dress up if you want to in your LARP kit on the Thursday or you can um, just go casual or I think we just did an amalgamation of both yeah. so we had like our cloaks on over our stuff <laughs> sorry yeah no yeah just building on that um yeah no it was great just like because we just couldn't wait to get into costume but it is a bit keen to get full on into costume so we did just put our cloaks on and then on I don't know if we've already mentioned about E1 um, when the, someone was putting up the tent and it started to fly away and we all ran over in our cloaks <laughs> and it was a beautiful, <laughs> glorious moment yeah, to go heroes. and help them. True yeah, heroes. We looked like empire. superheroes. <laughs> 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 it felt like a superhero but in the most nerdy way. Speaking of, speaking of shiny LARP things. Shiny LARP things. Well, I'll just add one thing that oh, yeah, on. me, Jack and Kerry did on the Thursday night just to be, just to emphasise how nerdy we are. We played the ABC game, so naming a thing in Empire for every letter of the alphabet. Did you succeed? Z. Well, there's nothing for X. The head of the um, artisans guild. Um, his name begins with X. Would that count? Uh, just, oh, we just it. couldn't think of anyone or any item yeah. or piece of lore established as Empire solid information. There must be. I feel like there's an eternal that begins with that. You know what, actually, that came up because there was a very experienced player called Magpie um, at the Forge. So we asked him um, if he had any, and he joked about saying there was an eternal and then told us he wouldn't tell us because that was cheating. And then the next day admitted that he didn't actually know anything and he was just um, <laughs> messing with us a little bit there. So if anyone listening knows of a established empire thing in the wiki beginning with X, please let us know. Okay. I'm thinking that. Anyway, I'm, we're, we're recording. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> I shall write it. We also did it with D&D, but I think we had quite an early night all in all. I yeah. think we went to bed about... No, you say early night, it's just because we were drinking in the for morning. too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not early in my no. book. It's definitely... That's, a, that's early to wake up. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
If you just don't go to bed, I guess it's <laughs> And then we go to the next day. Yeah, so Friday we woke up. I dropped you off at the Innovation Centre, which was really good, wasn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to hear about my work day. No, but, but um, it was good that you had the space to do it. Free tea and coffee. Um, so you pay £10 for the day. Um, then you get free tea and coffee. You get a nice workstation. I was very lucky because it was very quiet. And because it was so quiet at the event, I actually didn't have to pay at the end of the day, which was very kind of them. Perfect. Not sure I should be promoting that. I was going to say, is that, is that sponsorship money coming through from them? Yeah. <laughs> Probably expect to pay £10 if yeah. you are going to use the space. So that was great. I dropped you off there and then came back, because it's like five minutes away. Came back to the campsite, rocked in. Um, also, we didn't pay the extra fiver to get in. Shall we not let PD know about well, that? To be fair, we got there at near enough midnight, so it practically true. wasn't Thursday I'll, at that I'll point. Pay, I'll pay double if they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you want to claim that money from us, PD, we will bring it with us at the next event. Yeah. So we, I arrived on Friday. You guys helped me set up. Yes, uh, you helped us set up, so it's more than fair that yes. we help you set up. It's a shame that easier the... given that we had the light. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame um, that the Dornish camp compared to the league, uh, league camp seems to be covered in sheep shit. Yeah, it was very covered mm. in sheep shit. This it was not usually, but I think it's that must be that part of the hill because the center of the camp isn't usually. It must be just how the farmer feels about dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Bold it must you, be a league. Bold of you to think the member of the, the farmer thinks about this. <laughs> it could be a marcher player that just bribed oh, the farmer. So funny. Or maybe he like trains the sheep to poo in a certain place. Yeah. The great sheep <laughs> shit like conspiracy. I like to think that farmer who's like this lander looks out of his house and goes, What on earth? Yeah, <laughs> are they do it. But to be fair, as we were arriving back on uh, last night on the Sunday night, and we were getting everything out of the van at our house. Um, you guys were all messing around with Tom's new halberd and I just saw a neighbour looking out the window a bit confused and looking a little frightened almost I think, I think. A, lot, I think a lot of people are very confused by this hobby <laughs> but yes uh, that you brought me on to the, my, one of my favourite parts of the event buying a halberd yeah because that was really funny because I was just arriving saying at my tent I got a call from Tom and like Morgan do you think this van thing is something we could do in frequent I was like maybe why well, I goes I want to buy a big, long pole. <laughs> yeah, may I just suggest that you explain what a hel- halberd is? Because uh, I wouldn't have known. For those seen it. <laughs> who do not know what a halberd is, it's a seven-foot-long pole with a nice jabby bit on the end. And an axe. Yeah, so it, it's kind of a mix between a spear and an axe. It's like a can opener, but for knights. Yeah, and me being a five-foot-six short ass. It makes fighting in shield balls or getting play in that a lot easier. Uh, I've been booming and ahhing about a Hellbird since E1 this year. Mm. Uh, seeing how the League National block fights with Hellbird and it's uh, very on brief for the League. Mm. I thought, you know what? I'll do it. I'm going to get that Hellbird and it really, really changed the game for me. Standing out there ready for, to go out onto the battlefield, having the weapon of the league in my heavy clank, I feel like it just tied the whole costume together. Well, not costume. Uh, armor set together okay. for me. Yeah, yeah. because I saw you... It was really funny when I saw We'll talk about it later, but when I saw you in the field with all the rest of your league-ish fellows. Um, so, yeah, I went around. I, bought, I think I bought an orc mask on Friday. So I wanted to go monstering, and PD have got less masks to go around now based on the fact that COVID rules. So I bought a orc mask. Um, it's really good. It's got like a massive gnarly cross in the like a cross scar in the head and stuff, which was good fun. 
I do feel like I eventually need to invest in Nork mask. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm focusing on my personal kit, I and then I will go and get the Orc yeah. mask because. I want one with ear holes. Wearing those things, it's so hard to hear. Yes. Talking about orc masks, I've got a question about the monstering. So, I mean, there's all this political stuff going on with the Grendel orcs oh, yeah. and things. So what if you're playing a Jotun or a Drow? Would you still wear orc masks? A Drow? Sorry. What if you're playing... Um... <laughs> you get it wrong on the what, podcast. What, what Alex, make sure you keep that in. Sorry, go on. What are they called? Druge. Druge, yeah, sorry. I did that in game as well. And everyone was like, oh, there's a fictional... What is this fictional drow you're talking about? And I was like, oh. A lot of people turned to you and went, what's a drow? I mean, fortunately, I corrected myself quite quickly. Yeah, you did. you suddenly go, what is a drow? Yeah. I've said the wrong thing. Oh, no, sorry. That's my friend from back home. He's a real arsehole. Anyway, we've diverted off what your question was. I've got a question concerning the orc mass. If you're playing a different kind of monster whilst monstering... Do you still wear the orc PD masks? has a dedicated skirmish crew that they that volunteers that do do the other monstering. The players just play either orcs or humans. Yeah, so so you... Druze, Grendel, oh. Druze, Grendel, Jotun, Thule all look like orcs. Okay, but when you're fighting in um, a battle, you're fighting like mostly people in orc, orc masks. Mm, yes, yeah. Um, there might be a couple of so this event there was a couple of uh, heralds of Kanath Kanae there. But there wasn't. Um, so, like the Valorn, for example, is always skirmish crew, never players. Um, when we fought in E two, we were fighting marshlings, um, and obviously no one expects you to bring your kit for that. So they were wearing like gimli suits, gimli suits, gilly, gimli, gimli suits. <laughs> like my my beauty, gimli. <laughs> There's a bunch of little dwarves running around. No, gilly suits um, running around, and they give you those to wear, um, and they're these big foam claws. But yeah, you're usually an orc or a human. It's fighting. So it's part of a big um, army that contains um, mm. different types of monsters, yes. but it's predominantly all yes. some I'm yet to see a marshling, so I just like had this image in my head now as head cannon that you're just being swarmed by thousands of little marshmallow people. No, <laughs> unfortunately think, not. <laughs> I think I think Nietzsche should go around telling people that that's what he thinks it is. <laughs> the marshlings are like um, some spring magic. I don't know specifically, but you, you get these little marshlings, which are like little weedy grassy folk with big claws and then they get together and they start to vibrate and they become a marsh walker this horrible acid beast is this friday morning you were shopping yes friday morning you went shopping so i got my old mask and then uh i was planning on black nighting on the weekend um if you want to know more about that listen to the episode on dawn history and culture um so i got my um black knight gear together and uh, so i bought like a cut i bought a tamad which I ended up using as a shield cover i bought this was another day but i bought like a mask uh for like a, a neckerchief kind of thing around my face and got that going uh which was all good fun and then i don't really know what i did for the rest of the day uh i had quite a bit i felt like i had a busy friday uh, before time and just running around helping you get set up mm-hmm. finishing setting up a little bit of camp mm-hmm. uh Weapons check. Yes, of course, weapons check. Oh, that was fun. Uh, yes, uh, weapons check was fun because having so much clank, the new halberd, yeah. a sword, a buckler, yeah. we I find it a lot easier rather than carrying all your armour in your hands because it, for me, it's brigadine, very clanky, I have the arms now to go with the breastplate. I find it easier to actually get into the armour to get it checked so, rather than P, uh, the PD having to look through individual pieces you're wearing it all at once they can just give you a quick airport pat down, pat down. 
and see how it is. Unfortunately, I think it was something like 25 degrees at that point and the weather was beating down. It was very sunny. So it was quite amusing. Had uh, Kerry holding my weapons, but also whilst in queue, just feeding me water from a water skin <laughs> to make sure I didn't pass out. Yeah, because yeah. not only did you have to wear the full plate armour, but the gambeson as well. Yeah, um, obviously, gosh. because that all goes together, it's so much easier to carry it, not just to check it. Um, ra like when it's all on rather than carrying all these individual pieces because it's very heavy. Yeah, my brigadine is measured to my size and even if it wasn't, it would be incredibly pinchy to wear without a garrison. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, got that done. We were also the first three people to... Me, Jack and Kerry were the first three people to uh, pick up our character packs. Yes, we... Got to the god ten, what, 20 minutes early, maybe half an hour? 20 minutes early. We really didn't want fancy uh, sitting in a queue for about an hour. No, god, I, an hour is an overestimation because god yeah. is really efficient with giving out character packs. As long as you've got your character number, they'll get you through and really help you out. We, we were the first three in, which... We were literally in and out within two minutes because someone, like individual people saw us separately because there's about four or five people posted giving out the character sheet packs. We gave them our numbers and pretty much immediately got our things and just got out of the way. So that was good. I Another big compliment I have for PDE this year is rather than have uh, character computers in the uh, god tent, they've made a separate little tent right next to it with computers so players can just sit down and it's make alterations characters. to the characters without having to queue up. They can do it at any point. So... After I bought my Hellbird, I didn't have the skill for it at the time. Ah, uh, so you went and changed So it I went and bought the skill with the two XP I saved up on site, which was a big help uh, and made me feel like I was legitimately playing without saying, yeah, I've got the Hellbird skill, but I haven't bought it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that must help as well if your character unexpectedly dies in battle um, to be able to quickly make up a new character. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll help, like, guild bondings and whatnot. I reckon you'll be able to log on there, select a guild or something along mm. those lines, and yeah. just join up. It'll save PD a lot of time, and it will save you a lot of game time. Cool. So I think and then I can't remember much else for Friday before time in. It's all I... just a beautiful blow yeah. of anvil and walking around and just taking in the good vibes. Yeah. yeah collected you. People. Collected you, Emma. Brought you back to camp. Um, that was it about... Ten, ten past five. five, so it was bit of a squeeze, wasn't it? Oh gosh, yeah. I it, I always find uh, just find time in a bit stressful, and it was definitely a lot more stressful this time because I had to get changed into all my stuff. Um, and you feel a little bit. I don't. You don't need to feel like this, but it's very much like oh god, time in has started. Like we need to go, even though like you've got all evening. Yeah. <laughs> So we haven't introduced your character yet, so do you want to quickly introduce yeah, yourself? Yeah, that's a really good point. We've got a new nation with us today. Yes, yeah. guest nation. Um, yeah, I mean, a guest nation that I don't really go to. Yeah. <laughs> Same with me for the Brass Coast, though, yeah. to be fair. I spend a lot of my time in Navarre. Yeah, so um, my character's name is Esther Alina's Barn. I'm... I thought it was Etsy. <laughs> it's Esty short for Esther. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, Tom thinks that I'm called Etsy. Um, but when I get it right, I'm like, oh no, I've got it wrong. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so that, that one time I said, oh, forget it, I'm just going to call you Esty. And then I was like, like, yes, yes, correct. Right well done. Yes, please. 
Um, yeah, so I am an artisan. Um, my people are Steiner, so I don't know if you've gone into the background of Wintermark, but there is three people in Wintermark. One nation. Yeah. <laughs> are you saying there's three people in Wintermark? I think you've got the wrong nation. We're not talking about Urizen here. Oh, that was a low blow. I'm sorry, Urizen. I can do better. Urizen, three people. Gosh, that's going up. I'm just sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. I thought we didn't nation bash it. It's not oh, nation bashing. That's all I do on this show. That's not nation bashing. So there's Steiner, Calavesi, and Suak are the three people. Yeah. And I am Steiner. Excellent. And then you, so yeah, you were getting all kitted up, getting ready to go. And then I, the thing is, I had to to be at time in. Um, so I was like, I need to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, time in struck. There's no, the thing, they need like a big gong. I would love a big gong. I think I'd cry if they had a gong. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I'd be like, oh my God, it started. Oh no, oh no. Go! To be fair, I think the thing is, people meet up for the nation meeting, national meetings at about six o'clock, but then they don't start till about half six because it takes that long for people to trickle in. I don't know. We don't have accurate timekeeping. Being very good with our timekeeping and another big factor of our uh, nation and how well we do at combat starts at half six. We've got to get the national meeting off the ground as yeah. soon as possible. But talking about things to actually get time in, I want a big horn like Bomber has from the Battle of Five Armies. Absolutely. Why don't we all get horns and post ourselves in our various camps? Absolutely. And as soon as it's time in, we'll all blow the horns. Yeah, that's a perfect So, idea. who wants to kick us off? Morgan, do you want to kick us off uh, with how it started with Dawn? Yeah, so uh, I had somewhere to be at time in. So, last event, um, E2, I joined a competition for a Sinecure, which is like a, a resource that someone can win and then it's a protector for an amount of time. Uh, if you want to hear details of that competition, to have and to roll, did really good coverage of it. Uh, but I, So, I was on the opposite team to those two. And... We, our team won, and us and the Navari decided to split the competition. Basically, it was a herb garden, so we got herbs. And I was like, I need to go to Navarre to get these damn herbs. I believe it was 18, so between six of us, that's three herbs each. And then all the all the other Dornish guys were going to give them to me. So it was going to be nine herbs for House Dulac, which was great. Went to Navarre to find everyone. I stood out like a sore thumb. So they were all in like greens and browns and all this, and I was there in my... Um, I was wearing my chain, I had to go to weapons check. Bright blue and white tabard, <laughs> roses, and I was standing there like, well, I can barely see any of you. And everyone was like, <laughs> quite, quite a lot of people were like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm waiting for some herbs. I hope that's all right. Uh, I won some herbs in the competition. Um, and I was talking to the Navari that I won it with. It was just quite funny. Waited there for 15 minutes. Eventually, I probably would have been more patient than Tristan, but Tristan was like, no, I'm done. I'm going. Can you come find me when they arrive? I ran off. Found out later they weren't at the event. So I was so annoyed because we all thought they were there and they weren't. Precious seconds wasted of your LARP experience. Precious seconds wasted. At least you have an impatient character though that just won't wait around. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good... That impatient character left a lot of things this event because he was bored. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we... The next thing was, it was the... The next thing I saw, I guess, I went back to Dawn because all of a sudden I was like, I had a job list that I completely gone out of my head. I had so many people I wanted to talk to and to do... Forgot everything I wanted to do. I was like, fuck. So I came back, and then the thing I saw was um, a bunch of... First thing I saw was a friend of mine, Roderick, um, was ran around up to me. I was like, we need a bodyguard job. Are you available? And I said, unfortunately, I need my armour checked before I can do any such 
kind of combat stuff. I was like, why, what is it? Because we have some visitors coming through and they might get attacked. And I went, who? And he's like, I think they're winter heralds. Um, so basically messengers from this magical plane of winter. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not available, but we'll, I'll, 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 um, I'll be sure to watch out for what happens. Did some other bits and then watched this procession arrive. So a bunch of Dornish, um, mostly House Dagovan marching these heralds through uh, Empire towards the Glory Square. And they had, like, masks on. They were all kind of, like, spooky-looking as they arrived. And basically they were here to have a combat. And for every strike that was blown against these heralds, the related Eternal would give a bit of information to Dawn about something, um, which is really cool to watch. There was a lot of, like, magic stuff, like heralds and things like that happening this event including Sharknado. I haven't heard anything of what's happened with Sharknado in this I event. Think... I knew it was going to happen, yeah. but I've not heard any of the results. I think everything went fine. They definitely got... We'll talk about it more on the Saturday, but they definitely did the thing they needed to do to not have a massacre. Um, um, I think you'll have to explain what Sharknado is. I will. Not yet, <laughs> but I will definitely... It will keep people excited. Yes. What Sharknado? <laughs> okay. find out next week. I believe it was a set of very cheesy films. <laughs> <laughs> Famously bad, some say. Somebody in character suggested an arcane projection of a, a shark event, but wrapped around in a whirlwind of water and wind, and we're all Ooh. like, oh, what a good idea. I wonder <laughs> where you got that from. Uh, which is very funny. But yeah, I saw that, and then I spent a lot of time uh, causing some trouble for the two having to roll pair, because they have got a testavada where they have to collect love stories. And it was just very fun, because I was kind of acting as like... I never said I was a confidant. I never said I wasn't going to tell each other where the other one is and what they're doing, but I kept being like, oh, so how's your test going? Where are you at? Sorry, yeah. I thought it was a test of metal. Sorry, yes, it is a test of metal. It's just a very... You're right. Thank you. It's a very love-oriented test of metal. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> no more. Um, but basically, I just kept speaking to them. It's like, oh, well, what are you doing? Where are you going? What have you found? And then they'd tell me, and they'd go to the other one. They found this. They're here. <laughs> they're doing this. What are you? What have you found? What are you doing? And then kept going between them to the point where Sir Godric saw me. So I'm not telling you what I'm doing. I know what you like, which was a very funny. Moment. I was like, you never asked me to keep a secret. I was just having a, I was having a little bit of fun. Was it Sir Roderick? No, Godric. God, sorry, I thought you said Sir Roderick. No, I did Sir call. Godric. I did call Godric Roderick at one point. There's too many Odricks. Yeah. Um, not anymore. Like Tristanes. <laughs> too many Tristans as well. Um, yeah, the message my Friday was just um, kind of socialising with nobles because my testimonial involves speaking and doing things with nobles. I wanted to get to know them, um, and then drinking into the night and doing various other things. Very yeah. nice. So I, as soon as it hit time in, I went to go find the national meeting in the Brass Coast. Um, bumped into a couple of people that I knew there, met a couple of new people as well, found um, a Navari actually wandering around right at time in. It was a first time at Anvil, so I took her off to see our Navar friend oh, and um, nice. took her to the national meeting because I had a bit of time. Um, how, like, how was the national meeting? Well, it was all going swimmingly until um, the Dornish um, started to march straight through our circle and everyone was very cross at them. 
Um, I've said that that wasn't their fault. I'm, I'm very sorry. Yeah, for that. well, you know what? Lupita was cross at the time, but after speaking to Tristan um, the next day, she, Her- she did understand. Winter Heralds do what Winter Heralds do. <laughs> All the brass coasters go, go around, go around. The daughters were like, we can't, we're going through. That's just <laughs> gone all over. Well, that's what we thought. We thought it was just them being yeah, stubborn. It wasn't. It was the Winter Heralds were like, we are going in this direction. <laughs> We're not moving. It sounds a little bit like that very famous children book. We can't go over it. We can't go under it. We can't go around it. it. We We have have to to go go through it. it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. As I say, we um, were shouting at them and we're we're thinking they were just being stupid. I don't speak for my entire nation, (laughs) my dad, um, but I was looking at them very crossly. Um, And yeah, so the national meeting went on as always. uh, People going around the circle and sort of saying what they're getting up to and um, a lot of people asking for help to gather resources for things. Uh, at this point, I was quite tired and I wasn't taking an awful lot of it in and just decided to sort of uh, have a drink and whatever for the rest of the evening. I just wanted to enjoy the taverns a little bit, though I did end up um, going around with some people, helping them find things and following along with their plot a little bit. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, what did you do, Nietzsche? Oh, Uncle Nietzsche, he just pour- uh, poured himself a cup of tea and had a nice quiet evening in. Now I went to the Deputons <laughs> Ball... Uh, Always very good, always very professional. It was the Harlequin leading at this time. So Harlequin is one of our free Egregores, who uh, helped me back in 2019 to find some uh, plots as a new player. So that was very good. Uh, the Egr- uh, Harlequin, the way we did it, rather than everyone speak, he selected certain people to speak. So he selected the Reckoner, another Egregore, to come and say what his duty was. He brought on a Kikabeo to say what their duty was, uh, a mountebank, and said what they do, their magic game. So it was a very, very good character introduction to a lot of the main league characters or types of uh, people that are there. Unfortunately, I don't think they really spoke about Bravos, which I found quite offensive, but hey-ho, we are the basic stick, uh, beating sticks of the M- uh, league. No, you got to give a little speech as well, didn't you? No, I didn't do a little speech oh, at the end. You were preparing oh. one, weren't you? <laughs> I was preparing one in my head in case we had to talk. Cause in the, yeah. uh, if I remember back to April, other people were talking, but the league seemed a lot busier this time. Yeah, it was probably good that they made it a bit more efficient. Ours didn't seem very efficient. Yeah, uh, I think some, not to bash, some nations' uh, national meetings are a bit more fluid than others. Some um, don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> Which nations don't have them? Because I might go to there. Dawn doesn't have one. Oh, well, there's a, there's a temptation. Navarre has their national standing. Navarre have... were talking for for all evening. I was waiting for our friend to come out of Navarre, and he was he was there yeah, for hours. National standing, because I know some, I know the lap noobs have like a their own stead striding has a standing, but yes. then there's national standing. I think there was national standing, and then there was I think a military standing that he was then with after. So oh, okay. I think there was various meetings back to back, so he didn't have to go to all of them. Yeah, but yes, uh, after the Depton Ball happened, or the announcement parts happened, we got to mingle with the high folks of the league, rub some shoulders with some important people. So Uncle Nietzsche, being Uncle Nietzsche, saw this is the perfect opportunity to start recruiting for. The Jolly Jack Door Cartel, people. Uh, so I put my most stately, gruff, homeless voice on and started recruiting. Don't do it, don't do it, because you do it quietly. All right, there. Now that sounds more macho, but you get the idea. How about you thought about joining the Jolly Jack Door Cartel? We're uh, one of the fucking newest uh, 
cartels that are going to be joining the league. You're going to help us build from the ground up. You can be great. We'll build you up to be the greatest brother we ever did see. And I'm trying to whisper. I sound more like a father, but sorry about no, that. No, you definitely sound uh, like Uncle Dick. Which was great because me being a ridiculous, homeless-seeming uh, guild master... You, sorry, you just said homeless-seeming. You are homeless. You sleep in my hayloft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a tent for Ranville and a housekeeper, so... <laughs> don't, know, don't know how that works. Well, I mean, you have a tent, and in order to stay in the tent, my like we have a contract where I will clean up after you a little bit. For all the Peter knows, Uncle Nietzsche just breaks into someone else's tent before you get there, and it's like, right, this is my home. <laughs> you can stay in the tent for the weekend as long as you tidy up a bit. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I having arranged to uh, build the Jolly Jack doors before coming to E3, uh, I have been talking to a, someone who has transferred over from Vrushka to the league. Yeah. Cause he, in character? Sorry, in character or out of character? No. Out of character. So he, character, yeah, yeah. he, the Vrushka wasn't for him. So, and he saw how much fun me and his friend were having in the league because we're such a great fun nation full of shenanigans. Uh, so he's uh, scrapped his old Vrushkin character and made a new character. I'm terrible at remembering names. I remember his first name was Salt, so I just called him Mr. Salt. Wait, is that not his name in the league? Or is that just what you call him? Well, his first name's Salt. I don't know what his surname is. I'm oh, terrible okay. at memory. I don't even remember I your name half first, the time. his first character's name. I don't know what his first character name is. He's gone. He's dead. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe retired, but who knows? Uh, I really like the uh, kind of relationship we had. So I had a wheeling, dealing, bullshitting vibe around him. And he was trying to be my silent, stoic bodyguard, trying to keep me alive. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know you don't make it terribly hard to keep you alive, sir. <laughs> So yeah, I got to do some wheeling and dealing, talking to people, trying to introduce them to the Jolly Jack doors, and I think I uh, have managed to get through to a few, or at least it got our name off the ground a bit. I didn't talk to that many, because when it got to half six, our national training starts for our military uh, unit, Mm. the National Block. Uh, Now, uh, Gabriel Barossa and his sister, I can't remember her name, it's like... Rosa Barossa, something along those lines. I'm terribly sorry if that's not the case. Uh, get to the national block together and we practice military drills because the League has a firm belief it doesn't matter if you can stab a sword as good as anyone else. We win because we move as a cohesive unit. And if you move and work together as a concise unit, you pack the biggest punch mm. and you're also able to get out alive, which... We'll talk about for the Saturday's battle, because, my God, we barely escaped. Yes. Saturday was intense. Saturday was a day. Anything else interesting on Friday? Uh, many other things, but I feel like uh, we shall talk to e- Esty first. Hey. hey! You got it right! <laughs> Do I get a cookie? No, I don't no have cookies. any cookies. Oh. <laughs> I ate all the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Timing, um, as I've sort of said a little bit before, was quite stressful. Um, so I think I managed to get to the Wintermart National Meeting, which is called the Moot, at ten past six. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Um, so I thought that it was a bit of a kind of welcome to Wintermark or welcome back to Wintermark. Um, 
and it would be a bit more kind of chill. Um, I don't think it helped that I found the transition from being at work to then suddenly being in Anvil uh, quite hard. Quite jarring. Yeah. Um, but everything was very loud. There was lots of shouting, lots of people talking about things I had no idea what they were um and I was just kind of stood on my own um and so it was quite hard so I I think I went back to my tent after that and then decided to try and find Tristan um and I did spend a good 10 minutes just kind of wandering around the dawn encampment crying <laughs> oh bless you um, which be a lot of cancer, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have anxiety, so that's yeah. just that's just every day for me. Um, you so... weren't weeping at the glorious sight of dawn just burning your eyes. <laughs> All those flowers. All the light shining off the yeah, clanking armour. It was just too much colour, clearly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then I went back to the tent, and then I think you came... I came to check on you and I found you. Yes. Um... I can't remember what I did after that. I can't really. We gallivanted around Dawn a little bit, I think. No. Yeah. No, didn't we? Did we go to the marches on Friday? Mm, no, not in the evening. I don't know. Friday just feels so long ago, especially yeah, this kind of jam packed. Yeah, I think we talked about going, but I decided I didn't really No, we went to Wise it. Guys, didn't we? Yes, and I'm, yeah, because. And I we was met you. You, we decided to go to bed early. Yes, we were talking. We had a long conversation about the benefits of going to bed early. Yeah, sensible beans we are. (laughs) And we were wanting to make sure we had enough energy for the Saturday as well. Because I think just um, from how late we got there on the Thursday night and then sleeping in a tent for me and obviously being at work all day for you and getting things set up and how warm it was, we we just got wiped out. Yeah, yeah. we just decided, we, we felt a little bit like, we had a bit of FOMO, didn't we? Yeah. But we were a bit like, I think this is the best option, so we have a good Saturday. Yeah. You you said you felt that like you started drinking just a little bit too early. Yeah, that that's right? the thing. I thought, I'd, I I was really excited for time in, so I had, a, <laughs> I had some wines on my way to the national meeting, um, and then because I started drinking early, I made the mistake of, like, I didn't drink too much, but I drank probably the same amount, but a lot more spread out. So rather than making me merry and drunk, I just ended up getting really sleepy. sleepy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which is a massive shame. 100%. So while I know that in, you know, you two, um, Esty and Nietzsche, definitely um, struggled sleeping with all the the noise around with people partying. I don't know how you felt about I... that, Tristan was actually quite lucky that I had uh, earplugs. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend, um, if you're sleeping in character, bring some earplugs. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I personally find it like quite ambient, like having a bit of noise in the background. Yeah. Though we were talking about how I was from quite a big family and I can't sleep yeah. with noise in the background. Yeah, so I quite like listening to people just sort of doing little songs and chanting and having a good time. and mm. it, it made me feel like I was still part of the, the vibe, <laughs> even yeah. though I was turning in for the night and going to sleep. I was like, yeah, I'm still at Anvil, though. Yeah. It's funny, actually, because I think we set off back to our tents at about half past ten. Um, I think I, like, by the time I'd, like, got my makeup off and all my, all my gear off, um, I was in bed about 11 o'clock, and it was pretty much as soon as my head hit the pillow... Um, some loot started, a couple of tambourines The, na- the night got louder and louder and Singing, louder. Singing, yeah, drums. <laughs> oh, it think, it yeah. really kicked off because we had... We were, oh my God, we were across from yeah, the, the Star Bazaar bar. Yeah. Because it was really funny because I said to the dawn camp planners, like, can we be somewhere... 
Can we be somewhere quiet? I suppose it's quiet for dawn, but they don't know it what usually is quiet. Yeah, exactly. camps are doing. So we so. was like, that's usually the quietest part of dawn. We're like, sick, we'll be fine. We got there and I was setting up and I looked across like, fuck. <laughs> that's they the seemed a bit quieter on the Saturday night. Yeah, because like, everyone, everyone was hung just over chill. a ship. Yeah, everyone was lying on giant beanbags going, ugh. I spoke yeah. to quite a few people who were like, last night was <laughs> a lot. I heard, yeah. I heard a few um, awful sounds coming from the portalies. Mm, yeah, there was um, a pile of um, sick very near there. The next Lovely. Day. I do, I have to hand it to PD though, for the most part, the portalies were kept on very good condition. Oh, yes. oh yeah. I don't, I don't really want to share this hack, but I will. Portalies are easiest to clean the toilets now, because yeah. no one wants to use them. I go yeah. for the portaloo every, every time. Every time. Oh, yeah. Well, in fact, there's um, the fact that there was one set of the toilet block nearest to Navarre mm. have actual running water in the sink, so I kept using those, but they stank so badly. Mm. <laughs> like, rotting eggs is not even close mm. to what it the, was like. The portaloos are 100%. I just liked having washing my hands with I feel water. like it's like you do that, then you go, go running water, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I exactly. I get the impression that the portaloos are owned by a different company. Yes. And they do clean them very regularly. Yeah, because yeah, they kept really coming well in and they empty. Well, I guess you have yeah. to because it's only so Well, they actually kept on top of toilet roll a lot better this time, yeah. though, to be fair. Though, uh, another hack, carry around toilet paper yes. in your bag or handbag or even some in your pocket. Mm. Though, I will clarify as well, there isn't no way to wash your hands in the portaloos. They just have hand sanitizer. Yeah. Mm. So, rather than becoming the toilet critics podcast have some toilets any... that's the I do. podcast yes I do like to review toilets yeah actually yeah. fuck you no so the <laughs> well our podcast hasn't gone down the shitter yet uh, have you got anything less from Friday night Tristan or Morgan um yeah well because then we went to the bar didn't we so it was us three in Wise Guys and Dawn yes um, and our friend uh, I only God know is uh, out of character name is Gareth. He's oh, there. um, uh, Lord, uh, Lord, um, Talibrin Dulac, who was my Earl, who set my test. And Jack was there too. And yeah, Jack, and Jack, whose catchphrase whenever he saw hers was, ah, so you're still alive then, which I enjoyed. <laughs> Um, not sure if that's a positive or a negative. Really. No, um, but <laughs> we have the intonation. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really fun night. So I was chat. I had to chat with. I was. I was glad to be there because I wanted to chat with my Earl about um, my test and some specifics and the bits I want to do. Not showing on here because there's elements yeah. which is better if, if people you want to know you have to ask in character and even then you have to be even privy to certain information <laughs> depends who you are yeah, yeah. Be, um, it might just be i have no idea what you're talking about you'll have to uh <laughs> but yeah so i spent a lot of time with that i can't remember if there was anything else at the bar with us i don't believe i don't think was. so there was only three of you guys because we were sort of sat at the edge of the table yeah, and we were sat between ourselves i also can't yeah. remember what motivated me to go to bed <laughs> because you went to bed much later than I did. I did, yeah. but it was still, it was only around midnight. Um, I imagine you were just tired. No, it, <laughs> usually isn't that. There's usually something that, oh, I think, maybe me and Gareth both said, I think it's time for bed. Yeah, maybe. Because I think we moved tables, and basically Friday was a blur. Mm, it was really good yeah. fun though. I love Wise Guys, best bar in the Empire. Yeah, um, it's, it's brilliant. It was too busy on the Saturday night though. It was, sadly. I feel like I bet I don't think I spent any time with you on Friday night. Did no. I pass you in the Dawnish Gentleman on Friday? Was that Saturday? I think you passed me a few times, but we never. I just remember coming one day. I came back past like a uh, cannonball, I think, whilst you were passing out, and ah, Tristan of the Tulips, how are you? And just the face of utter resignation. Tristan's oh, face God. every time you see Uncle Nature. Oh. 
Yeah. Nietzsche and <laughs> well, um, which I enjoy, which is good as well, because you know it's... It, you know, it's, it's some good ribbing. It's fantastic it's Nietzsche, character. Not, it's Nietzsche, not Tom. Every time I see Nietzsche, I'm like, fucking hell. And then I'll be like, I'll turn to him and I'll say, oh, this is the one that does this stupid thing or believes this inane or, theory. Or breaks into my hayloft. Yes. It. If anyone wants to know Nietzsche's new thing, obviously, last uh, event, it was um, not believing in the velour. No, now it's not. Don't no, spoil it. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll, well you can keep... find us. You guys are trying to get me killed <laughs> on this podcast. You're trying to get yourself killed. <laughs> oh, I love Nietzsche. Uh, people can find out in game what your ridiculous and heretical theories are. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you are going to get killed if you keep saying these things. Uh, Nietzsche's so small, no one notices him. Uh, so yeah. far. Friday night was good fun. I think Saturday. Saturday oh, I've got a lot more to talk about my Friday. Yeah, I was just trying to think. Basically, Friday was a great time. Worked out the new of my test. So, Nietzsche, what was the rest of your Friday? So, what after the national training, once again, very valuable. If you your nation does have training, I advise go to it, because it will definitely help you stay alive in the battlefield. And you know what, when your general is shouting you orders, what, what the mean. fuck you have to do. Mm. Uh if your general shouting orders and you're not obeying them, you're putting yourself and your nation at danger. Sorry, a lot of that going on. Yeah, uh, we'll get back onto that with mm. battles. But if you can go to them, they're a lot of fun. And I, I think they make you feel like a legitimate soldier prepping for war. It, it makes you feel a little bit more authentic. I know you're using foam weapons. I would love, I think Dawn needs to get a bit of, bit of military training going on. Well, I'm sure you can pay a leagueishman to teach you how to fight properly. No, there's definitely people in Dawn can do it, but it'd just be good, because we fight in Lancers, but... Yeah, no, Dawn can definitely do it with some national training. I think that'd be quite fun. I might suggest that to the Lance captain next time. Sorry, go on, Dawn. Yeah. So, yeah, once that was done, I was like, oh, that was an intense first little hour. I went to my favourite drinking hall. Nice guys. No, the Boar's uh. Head in Navarre, which, yeah, it seems crazy for a leagueishman of my standing to be drinking a Navari bar but I absolutely love it an old friend of mine from home way back runs it and it's a prosperity bar so you pay what the drink you feel the drink is worth so for new players you can pay maybe a couple of rings less if you're struggling for money it'd be nice if you think the booze is worth it to pay a good price and not just try to rip the bar off but they make such a delicious elderflower cider. Mm. I keep going back. And I know I need to go and visit the other bars in the nation because I think they said there's about 30 or 40 of them. But I just keep going to the boar's head because it's got some nice seats. Sorry, hang on, that just processed. 30 or 40 bars. Yeah. That is crazy. Throughout the empire. So there's 10 nations. Oh, that's fine. That's like three or four. I think it's more 30, but can't remember exactly. So there is, if you're a new player, there's a lot of bars to uh, wait your whistle at. The marchers do a bar crawl, which is going to be quite good fun. Yeah, so went to them, had uh, talked with them. Uh, I, I did spend a lot of time at the Boar's Head, which I will probably go through in uh, later, maybe Saturday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, after uh, my time at the Boar's Head, uh, Salt, my uh, bodyguard, found me and said, do you want to go on a skirmish? And I said, you know what? It's Friday night. It's cooled down a bit. It's a league-related skirmish. Because this, uh, it was involved getting back some cursed masks. Ah. And obviously, because uh, magic in the league revolves around rings and masks, I thought, yeah, this is a very league-centric skirmish. I'll go on it. So after uh, shanghaiing a poor team of passing strangers 
into getting me into my armour, which is a multi-person job, I clanked off to the skirmish and took my helmet out for the first time. Nice. And I have to say, it was a lot of fun. What did you do? So what was the actual, who were you fighting kind of thing? So, surprisingly, we were fighting the Grendel. Oh, yeah, no, because there's a schism in the, in the Grendel, isn't there? I don't know too much about that. I won't share too much because it's good stuff to find out in game. But yeah. I know Grendel have got some stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, all I knew was we needed 20 leagueish people, or at least 10 leaguers, to go on this uh, skirmish to make it legitimate and get past through the gate. We got about 15. Hmm. So we were good to go. It was led by a high guarder. Highborn. Highborn. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it was just, I wasn't. It was just, yeah. I don't really know much about high guard, so if we've got any high guard people who want to uh, school me, let me know. Morgan, your face just says it all. <laughs> so, yeah, it was getting dark. It was nice and atmospheric. Hour 20 marched through the gate, led by a... Or, well, the high guard. And once we were through the gate, we met with an orc. Uh, a Grendel. A Grendel, who led us to her countrymen. Grendel, who you don't like, Kerry. <laughs> Right? Brass Coast, I like Grendel. Well, yeah, I suppose. Like, Grendel have taken over um, territories within, like, Brass, right, yeah. yeah. Um, which is, you know, a bit of a sore spot. Though, in general, Brass Coast like orcs. I mean, Grendel specifically, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys don't like Grendel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, as we were marching out, uh, we came across this orc. She led us to her countrymen. We saw them. Coming through the bushes slowly and ominously. So we set up a perimeter mm-hmm. and a couple of us went to negotiate. The orc with the highborn went to negotiate with the uh, Grendel that we met. Uh, we held them back and watched out for the reinforcements. I was on the other flank. It's only a small little uh, two flank operation. Uh, but I couldn't really see what was going on over there, but the negotiations didn't go well. And it turns out the negotiations didn't go well. It's because the masks they had were cursed. Right. And controlling the Grendel. So despite the fact we were negotiating peacefully, we want the mask back. Give us the mask back and we will go. It did devolve into combat. We took out the Grendel quite handily. None of us were lost on the skirmish. That's good. Which is always a win. But we we weren't there to kill the Grendel. Only incapacitate them. Gotcha. So, unfortunately, one Grendel ended up dying, so it wasn't a completely flawless victory, annoyingly. Mm. Mm. That means that the Empire has to pay the Grendel some money, I think. Well, it's not me having to pay it. No, I know. I know. <laughs> so, we don't care. <laughs> hey-ho. But, uh, yes, uh, we got, I think it was four out of the six masks back. And as soon as you kind of took the masks off the Grendel, because you had to search the bodies and they were they wearing them, yeah, uh, they came out of it, like, where am I? Who are you? Oh, so completely, like... What yeah, are we doing here? That's really interesting. And we were explaining, oh, we're taking the masks, because the curse is like, but you're wearing a mask. For those who don't know, Uncle Nietzsche wears a mask because he's a leaguer. Uh, so I had to explain, oh, no, I don't wear this mask because uh, it's powerful or magical. Oh, it's a mask because I'm fucking ugly under it. <laughs> <laughs> Which seemed to get a bit of a chuckle from them. Uh, we only got four out of the six, though, I believe, from the top of my head. It might be different, but... Partial success. Playing a Moog, I'd, 
a disposable Moog in a skirmish or battlefield, you only get a limited amount of the information, mm. which I actually really enjoy because it makes it seem more real. Mm. You don't know what's going on. It's like a video game. I think you lose something if you know all the details and what yeah. you're going off yeah. going on around you. It's so much more realistic to not be able to have access to every bit of information yeah, all the time. So. so we got four off the bodies uh, and we had a few march out a bit further into the woods, scout out and see if we could find the other six. It was all seeming very nice and all lethal. I think there was a breakdown in communication. I think we had a bit longer to f- search for the mass, but someone shouted two minutes to get back through the gate. Oh, shit. So... We all legged it through the gate. Yeah. I think the highborn was like, where are you going? But it had already been uh, said. Well, this is the issue with them. Incorrect. I also jogged for the gate because there's no way I'm sacrificing myself and getting stuck on you the other side. No, you wouldn't die. You just get gate shock. Oh, I didn't know that. So you get a... If you if the gate, if your gate closes, you can still come through. There's like a, a window of time. But um. You get a condition called gate shock, which I don't know too much about. Do you know about gate shock? No, I've not heard about it. No, so I don't know the details, but if you get through too quickly, you can get fucked up by the gate. Right. Um, so there'll yeah. be various role-play effects. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, we all got back through the gate. Now, where it really kicked off was when we got through the gate, someone in the league stole one of the masks and started darting down the street. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I've never seen... An, a more intense moment. Oh, shit. It was so much more intense than the actual skirmish yourself. So she shoots off, followed by her countrymen chasing her down. Was it because she was affected by the curse? No, I will get onto it in a second. We found out because uh, I couldn't run that fast because I was in Clank and quite a few of us were in Clank. It was actually, I think he was a Navari man who managed to catch up and cleaved her leg. Yeah. She went down, surrounded by halberds and other long great weapons. Oh. There might have even been a crossbow pointed at her at this point and tried to negotiate the bass for the mass back. Mm. Turns out the person hiring people to go on the skirmish said, Oh, you can be paid in one of these masks if you get them back. Uh... Uh... But if she thought that was payment, why did she run? Because she stole it off someone and ran. Oh. Okay. Cheeky. Oh dear. Yeah. That's good fun. It That's was good, good fun. Uh, so she's been surrounded by halberds and whatnot. Was she, was she um, charged with a crime? You see, I'm not sure. I don't think she was because I. I suppose we'll keep it off the table then. But... I don't know if I can mention names, but she was quite an influential member of an influential uh, family in the yeah. league. So she. There's a lot of League general characters just pointing her down. But then someone runs off to find her influential family to sort this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, this is all going on. The Highborn is trying to talk her to giving the mask back. But I think my understanding was, it, the purse was, it makes her very possessive and disobedient. So he's yeah. ordering her to give the mask back, and the mask is just making her more and more disobedient. Did he, did he know the roleplay effects of the mask? Or I don't think so at the no. time, because he had to so then go and get them investigated. Could have maybe but it was yeah, exactly <laughs> gone reverse psychology. a good ten <laughs> minutes that this character was on the floor, surrounded by weapons, and the negotiations going for this. The, the highborn looked like she was close to just cleaving off the arm and taking it. 
and there was other characters trying to calm him down. It was such a great moment of role play. Uh, once the mass was back, it all did kind of disperse, and we went back to our nation. It is brilliant when you get caught in those little moments of conflict, and it's all in role play, and it's all in yeah. good fun. But you hear people, and they feel they sound so serious about these things as well. Yeah. I love witnessing drama, oh, like yes. in character, out of character. Just there for it. There for the drama. But after that, that that was the skirmish done. I think it was a partial success of nearly entirety of the success. We got most of the mass back anyway, and they did what I'd had no idea what happened after that. No one yeah. got back to me. So can I just ask a question about the skirmish? Of course. We'll talk about this more later, but how, so that was people getting you together to go on the skirmish. Yes, uh because you get recruited in the league, don't you? For skirmishes. Uh, the league does have a we have skirmish captains who go out and find so we, people. Because uh, we have a skirmish captain as well, but just I'll talk about it more day. But we, I, I want to chat with PD about it. But there was the way things happened weren't great for me. But that's more of a Saturday thing. But yeah, uh, it wasn't actually the skirmish captain recruiting for this one. It was another character. I think if the skirmish captain did it, he would not have promised a mask mm. to this person. Well, yeah. But I'm glad this guy did because it made for the great role play oh, moment yeah, and uh, drama in the league is always loved. So once the skirmish was done, I got out my armour and decided, you know what, I've earned another drink. So me and Mr. Salt, he stayed in his armour because he was camping out of character. Uh, obviously, you've got a marked further to get out of your armour and he's got much lighter ones than I do. Mm. He just has a metal breastplate at the front, some greaves and some poly shoulder pads, so much lighter than complete metal brick. Mm. But we got invited to... Well, we walked past a little... Uh, camp called, I don't, I'm sure they won't mind me mentioning the name, La Pachon in the league. Oh yes, I've heard um, Morgan talking about La Pachon, something very amusing. Was that Saturday? No, it was or Friday. Was Friday? Was Friday. Yeah. Uh, we'll hear your experience and, uh, first. They were great. They never met them before myself, but we I saw them on the skirmish. So like, do you guys want to come over, have a drink, talk about the skirmish? And I think this is one of the reasons why skirmishes are so good if you can get on them, because there's far fewer players, especially the, the, the 20 ones. You can build up some great bonds, people recognise you. Mm. It was a good way of getting the Jolly Jack Dawes name out there, because they were like, who are you, the Crimson Reapers? Because we have, me and Salt just seem to, by happenstance, have colours exactly the same as the Crimson oh, Reapers. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Salt... Uh, yeah, the player is called Lewis who plays him. Yeah. Uh, he is very good at art and has painted some beautiful jackdaws onto his shoulder plates. Oh, wow. Awesome. So there are great advertisements, but it was just fun to say, no, we're not the Reapers, we're the jackdaws. The Jolly Jackdaws. That's very good. Uh, so it's like, oh, it's the Jolly Jackdaws. Come on over, come on over, join us for a drink. Is that the, the passion, a house of adult entertainment? I think only one of them is a Kikabeo. Gotcha. Because we... So we went over... I won't tell too much because it's... You can... It's Sir, uh, Sir Roderick... Sir Roderick from Tavern to Roll is looking for tales of true love. True love. <laughs> which is hard to find in the league because I don't think they believe in it. It's all about good business from my understanding. Business <laughs> marriages. We, tur yeah. we turned up to La Pacha. We were looking for we were looking for stories of true love, and we wanted to get where to start. And me and I was with um, uh, so another Dornish person. I haven't spoken to them out, so I don't know if I've got permission to mention them. But uh, another Dornish person and Sir Godric, we were walking towards this place, 
and it was surrounded by hearts and rather joking so oh, we might find a tale of true love there obviously it was definitely not the kind of place you would find a story of true love but I did leave him talking to the leagueish Egregore. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think Godric thought you were being serious and um, went up to the. I don't know. Either that or they ensnared us in. I can't quite remember. But... I thought you told me that he went up to someone and asked. He did then, ask. Oh, do you ever... And they were like, uh, for a price. Yeah, that was, <laughs> uh, it was very funny. Do you, but... do you have true love? I mean, we can get you whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> but sitting with La Passion was a lot of fun. They oh, were just four great guys. They I seem think, like great fun. I think they were ex-Dornish who all got wiped out in a previous ah, year. Yeah, so they were obviously all friends from beforehand. Uh, they invited us over. They gave us some mead. He actually gave us a big spiel about how he made his mead. and oh, It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we sat there talking about how the skirmish went, the drama. Yeah. And one of the most fun things for me... We're two very respectable guilds talking about purely hypothetical, purely hypothetical future crimes within the League and potential ideas. I mean, it's something you've got to think about. <laughs> now, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's some that brilliant ones that we think would be makes for some spicy international incidents. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do because it did look very funny. Um, so they were a great laugh. They, oh, they were also talking about buying my vote because there was an election happening the next day. Oh, yeah. So they wanted to see my see if I wanted to sum up vote. Unfortunately, I didn't find them in time. That's a shame. I kind of... Did you do any voting? I forgot. Of course you did. I was too busy drinking. Of course you were. Shame I didn't know... Uh, then again, it was Savos, not uh, Tosato. Yeah, okay. But I think as a business owner, I still get to vote. From my understanding, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, entirely sure if it's city per city or just business. Mm. Yeah, sure. But apparently the senator got uh, replaced in Savos, which caused a bit of drama. Mm. Don't really know much about it. So it would have been a good time to sell my vote. La in 2019, last election I heard about, it was a landslide for uh, the senator. So it was a bit worthless. He had a lot of support. Yeah. But after La Passion, I carried on to the Merchant Prince's meeting. Oh, yes. And you recruited every single merchant to your guild, right? Mm. I wish I could say that. I really do. <laughs> I arrived rather wine-stained. Oh, yes. I, 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 I had the appropriate amount of red wine over my shirt, <laughs> uh, as a truly respectable Count of Vagabond should have. Uh, and plonked down for the Merchant Prince's meeting. Now, obviously, I don't want to say too much about their plans and whatnot, uh, but the Merchant Prince's meeting is anyone who's got an established guild within the League can go, which is probably a bad thing, because me and uh, Salt were just sat there like complete imposters, like, we own five thrones between us. <laughs> <laughs> but just seeing the amount of money being thrown around by these players was ridiculous. I know, I remember a line like, we've already sent 20 thrones to the support, but just take 20 thrones extra tonight and we can get this done. Well, it's, yeah, it's like when I was at my um, nation meeting, they were like, oh yes, we need 60 thrones for this. And I was like, I don't have a throne. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have one. I have throne. half a throne. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? Because there's a 100 throne coin. Yeah. I would love to see one. one day. Uh, but it was very interesting. It was very good uh, for getting information what's going on in the league, business ideas, political standpoints, various different revenge plots and whatnot. Not that the league would ever consider revenge. We, we lead the nation and the <laughs> empire in being civil. We're a true staple of civilization. I think you're a bit of a 
backstabbing bunch of we're not <laughs> Sneaky, yeah. We stab you in the front. So if someone's <laughs> going to pay you to uh, take revenge on someone, then you're going to take that up, right? I'm a legitimate businessman. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's legitimate business. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, but but it was the, it was very interesting. It felt very Machiavellian scheming uh, mixed with uh, international trade unions. But it was very interesting. I got to see a lot of the faces in the, the league. I got to see. From the sheer amount of money being thrown around. Looking at how much wealth so many people have got, like how they're requiring. Also, like, despite the fact there was lots of players who've been in the game for the whole game, how disparate the wealth is. So I know the Seneschal for House Dulac, um, uh, Viridian, is very good at his job. Uh, and it's crazy to see it all go through. I'm kind of looking forward to not having to worry about it. Yeah. Mm. It was a good way for me to get... It very, very light toe in the political game because you get a couple of snippets of what's happened in the Senate. Though admittedly for me, it just sounded business, 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 profit, profit, business. So Dawn is glory, 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 and League is business, business, business. Profit. Profit. <laughs> and they were very nice. They gave me a seat, had some mead. They were it's a proper nice uh, shindig. And I set off on my way. But I first went to the military meeting about what was happening the next day in our quest to go to Zenith. Mm. So the League, because the national block is so small, they, instead of having just the captains, we feel like we can get the whole national block together and explain where we're going tomorrow, what the objective is, and get our group as informed as possible. Because as well as manoeuvring being important, then that's going to keep you alive and ensure victory, Information is just as important. From what I hear, there was not very little. There was very little information. Yes, but it was still good to know what we were going after. I, I hear I, the report I heard was that everything that was said had already been said before. Nothing new was brought up. And I was like, well, fuck. I think a lot. Of, I've got had it from a lot of nations though that they didn't get told what the objective was. It's just like you're just here to kill Druge, and if you see a light go in that direction, we were at least knowing we were looking for. Targets, I can't remember the name, with bags. Generals. Pardon? We're looking for generals with bags. Yeah, generals with bags. I can't remember the in-character names. With bags and loot the bags. I, Don't it, the I thought it was generals. It was a, they were looking, I thought they were like... My... So we were specifically looking for a Druze general, but there was five lookalikes, and we were to... There were some heralds of the day realm, come and witch eternal, to come along and they were going to do a ritual which would allow us to identify them. So the objectives were protect the heralds, get them to the mines, get them to do the rituals simultaneously, and then um, from there it was once it happens, the general yeah. will be highlighted by the magic. Yeah. So it seems like you guys were informed as well. I just think a lot of frontline troops don't get the information or don't bother That's finding so out beforehand. That's so shit. Like not knowing why you're there yeah. is a fucking mess. I feel like you should have at least a, rep- a representative who then feeds back that information. Oh, that, that's, the idea, that's the, the idea. That's yeah. the idea of the captains. But yeah. Our lance captain told us exactly what we were As we're saying, it cuts out a lot because our, uh, the national block is so small, we can just get everyone in the block there and tell yeah. them off the cuff. I suppose mm. that's the issue perhaps with larger nations. It's so much harder to... Yeah, circulate that information you're still fighting groups like i guess but we do but it's easier if, ev- if everyone knows or it saves the captain in the morning uh having to tell everyone well, that's what i mean around. so like surely you'd have like okay so village council this is what's going on filter that down to the captains and filter it down to their groups because like i remember the first time to be fair i didn't know what was going on 
but that's good. But you have a lot more wings than us. We just have the national block, and then we've got the mercenaries. It was good that you guys knew. Yeah. Whereas the other nations didn't know. That's a bit crap. Yeah. But this is from like other players. I haven't interviewed every person in the nation. So yeah, that was a very useful meeting. And after finding out we were going to fight the Druze and go to Seneth, I went and got anointed. And this was like probably about half twelve in the morning. I got anointed. I was like. Went to the first Spark Carter, good friends with the Jolly Jackdaw Cartel, absolutely brilliant. They're like, yeah, uh, give us a crown in the morning, because I didn't have my coin purse on me. Uh, we'll do the anointment now. And they did like a little performance with the candle. It was really, really nice and quite an intense moment. Uh, I love the anointing. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I think I was uh, anointed with ambition, so I was like, yeah, we can slaughter these Druze and uh, succeed in this make the empire more prosperous and better for everyone, that type of thing. And after that, that pretty much wraps, wraps up my night other than traipsing around. I think I did two tours around trying to find to see if any of you guys were awake so I wanted to continue drinking and plot. Mm. Unfortunately, I think if you're not hanging out with the people in the daytime, it's very hard to find people at night when it's dark. At least when it goes dark, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to see everyone. And obviously because... Uh, we're not all together in a friendship nation. We're mm-hmm. friends, but we're all doing different things. It can be difficult to hook up at night. If there was a club of friendship that we could all join <laughs> and meet each other. We, I will never go near those people. I almost end up walking in on a friendship cult meeting back in 2019. Apparently, they mix a mean drink, from what I've heard. Yeah, but I was just about to walk in. It's like, ooh, plot's going. And we all, my friend... The, the anthem, I mean, right? And I just like walked in, did the Grandpa Simpson, and walked straight back out. See, I don't think we've explained what it is, but I don't think we will. No, um, no, that's something for you to find out at yeah. Anvil, I think. I uh, think um, there's some stuff in there. It, there's been some stuff in the Oath, right? One of the um, Anvil newspapers about the Friendship Club. Mm, interesting. Um, yes, yeah, wraps up Friday. Yeah, I think so. I think our night was just drinking at Wise Guys, chatting, yeah. me being like, I haven't really done anything tonight, and then kind of being comfortable with that, being like, you know what? It's fine. I've chilled. I've met met quite a few new people, met some old friends, um, and then got ready to sleep and go hard on Saturday. Yeah, prepare for the next Tom time. has had had, uh, I can't believe how yeah. busy your Friday yeah, I didn't realise how much you'd done. insane. That yeah. is impressive. My, my Saturday was busy, but that was that's crazy. I think yeah. you did more on Friday night than I did the oh, whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, I seem to I, I seem to be top heavy on my yeah. plot. I very you get much. Worn out. It was to be honest, it was my Friday which kind of inspired me on Saturday to be like, right, I'm gonna find a thing to do, which I'll talk about more in the next episode. But I, I think uh, not bragging and trying to plug the Jolly Jack Door Cartel, but by coming up with this mm. idea, it's granted me a lot of pathways into exclusive and i've got the quotation marks because nothing in empire is hugely exclusive clubs mm. so if you are willing to put the effort in and try doing something new and leave your comfort zone like i never wanted to make this guild in the first place it was just a sheer accident and i'm having a lot of fun with it yeah interesting um well thanks for joining us emma um thanks for having me hopefully we we'll get you on at some point i think we're going to do an episode with you and lupita and carrie at some point um we still need to get used to using your normal names <laughs> yeah. um and we'll see you again but thanks for joining us uh, and thank you for listening um i hope uh, you enjoyed and then we'll be back to talk about saturday next week <laughs>